Hello and welcome to Talkin' Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite superhero reimagining is Dick Grayson's Batman. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut, and my favorite superhero reimagining is Sam Wilson as Captain America. Welcome to Talkin' Trades. That is a new, fairly new reimagining, correct? Yes. Within the last, what, six months? Uh, ish, yeah. Yeah, since the since the um, second Avengers movie came out, right? Around that time? Possibly. I have to look up the date, but it was I believe it was last year. That's cool. Last year, maybe late fall the year before. Pretend I have no idea what that is. Explain a little bit to me about why that's significant. Uh, it's great. Right, but like, <laughs> well, the significance of Sam Wilson, like, anybody else could that up, but why did Sam Wilson? Uh, Rogers chose Sam Wilson. Who was Sam Wilson before? Falcon. Ah, so he is played by... In the movies by Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. And he has no birds. He can't talk to real birds yet. In the, in, Not in, in the, the movies. comics, he can that's talk too to zany. Birds. But like in the comics, he talks to birds. Huh? Like straight up talks to birds. Yep. He's great. I, I need to read more of the Sam Wilson stuff. It's good stuff. They're bringing back uh, Rogers. So... Yeah. I saw him on a preview thing. I love the shield. Isn't it? It's got like a little red thing underneath. I don't know if it's like digital or like it's a laser beam or like a spark. It looks super cool. But yeah, they're going to diverge. So the Sam Wilson cap is going to be more contemporary stuff. Yes. And then the C. Rogers cap was going to be the good old Hydra. fight in Hydra. Yeah, we talked about that once on, on one of these intros. That's right. You mentioned that. That sounds really cool. Oh, and what about uh, Grayson? Yeah. It, he took over after the battle for the cowl where Batman died in Final Crisis, which we'll never read. Cause, Ever? Because it's, it's not. Promise? Oh, no, like, you would hate it, because it's like, here's all this mythos, eat it. And it's it's so much. Like, I would consider myself a fairly in-the-know in DC fan, and I was like, who is this? Come on, these people. I'm super confused. Like, Grant, like Mor- Grant Morrison was, like, not high at all. Third issue, got really high on something, and then, like, came back down. And it level, it was really weird. Like it, it peaks and spikes in these weird ways. We're never gonna read it. Okay. Ever. But after Final Crisis, Batman died. He didn't really die. He was like lost in time. Right. Kryptonian sleep. No, he went. He got, like went. Got sent back to the Stone Age. Then went to the Pilgrim Age. Then he. So he was a caveman. He was a pilgrim. He was a cowboy. He was a '50s detective, and then he was Batman again. Oh, and a pirate. He was a pirate. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's good, but, like, it's weird. And so they had the battle for the cowl where everyone fought. Everybody. Nightwing, uh, Robin, Red Robin, Red Hood, Huntress. Like, name anybody who's ever touched Batman's life. Friggin' Black Cat fought. Everybody. And, like, they want to be the next Batman. Dick Grayson won. And he had a great Batman run with Grant Morrison. It was him and Damian Wayne did, like, four volumes. It's really good. We can read some of that on here, but... Enough about all this nonsense. Let's get into This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. I have some exciting news, John. Did you ever see the movie The Mist? No. Shut you down on that one. It's good. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's about a town in, I'm assuming, Maine, because it's a Stephen King book. Um, and they have a, like a some... military facility up the hill. And they unleash monsters on the world through this mist. And people get trapped in a grocery store and have to get out. Uh, it's really, really good. But they're making a TV show, and it's going to be on Spike. This is the second Stephen King adaptation to get a episodic treatment in this year. Yeah, because there's the Hulu 11, 20, 
11-22-63. I got it right. I love oh, that yeah. so much. It's so good. Producer Gods and I are like in love with that show. I haven't had time. It's so awesome. I'm even behind on Ancient Carter. Oh my god. They're doing two episodes a week though. Dude. So like, like it's how can two you hours. Catch up? Right? I'm wow. Only, I'm only one person. Wow. Speaking of catching up and awesome TV news, do you have some TV news? Yes. Or do you want to do it? Previously on Talking Trades, we said that Marvel has cast their Danny Rand, their Iron Fist, yep. for the Netflix show. They did. We said that. We did say that. We had no idea who it was. We did not. Are we still in the dark? No. No! No. We learned today, it's Thursday for us, in the present, that it is none other than Mr. Finn Jones. Who is Finn Jones? Most nerds will know him better as Loras Tyrell, the Knight of Flowers from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Jeremy cannot contain himself. I'm so excited! <laughs> <laughs> this means they're doing the show! It's happening! It's good! <laughs> I'm so excited! And I like that actor. Hmm? He's so very I'm good. Like, and he's perfect. He's like, like, he's got like the right bone structure. Like, he's like average height, average build. Just like, because Danny Rand is not like a giant muscly guy no he's a dude nor is he like a child like he is just a dude mm-hmm. he's a blonde haired dude yeah and we saw him at the uh, C2E2 last year we did he, he was, was on the panel yes yeah. that's I totally forgot yeah. about that that makes me even more excited because that means he could bring the comedy that he actually knows how to do mm-hmm. into the role oh no <laughs> now I wonder how his American accent is or if they'll make him British uh, I don't I could see either way working American. I could see either way working out I don't care Cause, because, like, Danny Rand, he's the son of, like, a millionaire. It's like, who knows? Yeah, and that could be anything. That, he that could be, be anything. He could move from... The thing is, the his father has to make his money in America. That doesn't mean he's to be American. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's all that matters is he lives in America, but he... Daddy he goes ha- to the colonies. Yeah, right? <laughs> he just has to meet Luke Cage. Yeah. That's all that matters. Because that is going to be amazing. I'm excited for that. I have some really, really small news, but I think it's exciting... Um, DC has really no mobile presence yet. They have nothing. Like, Marvel has that new game. They, they have the Puzzle Quest game. And they had the the, con- the Heroes Contest game? of Champions. That's the one. I play that game weekly. I haven't played it. I've heard it's great. <laughs> I have dropped real money into that game. Wow. But I have, like, all the good champions, including Bucky. Yeah. John's <laughs> eyes just lit up like it was Christmas. I'm sorry, what? I have, and I, yeah, I have a Bucky. I have a two-star Bucky, and he's great. I never use him because I don't have any fighting gems, but, like, he's cool. But, like, that's my point. Marvel has a great <laughs> mobile presence. DC doesn't have much. Well, they're launching a new app, and it's going to be, like, their DC all-access app. So it's going to be a lot more just, like, news and stuff like that, which is cool for, like, people like me. But what I'm hoping that translates to is, here's a mobile game. Like, they have the Injustice mobile game, which is fine. But I'm hoping for more casual games, like a Puzzle Quest game. Like a mini RPG, something like that. Even, like, the Superhero Academy, the Avenger Academy, did you play that at all? A little bit. Then you told me it was Farmville, and then I said, it's, no, It's basically thank Farmville. You. I played it. It was fine. More, not from, it's not for people like me. But if DC did it, I might make time. Because I love DC. I, don't, I would love to have Batman in college. That'd be cool. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> Filming. Todd the Groot. Todd the Groot, first of all. Todd the Groot. Also. We talked about that last week. Karen Gillan. Is back. Confirmed. Yay. More Nebula. Yay! We didn't get enough Nebula. I hope she comes back for Infinity War. I just like... Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh my god, I just got that. I was gonna say that I just I like Karen Gillan because I liked her on Doctor Who. Oh, she's fantastic. But I yeah, I read Infinity War. You made me read Infinity War and it was awesome. She is such a big deal in Infinity War. Gauntlet, yeah. They could Infinity Gauntlet, they could definitely have her. Because they're gonna have to retool that story, but like you can't that. You can't like kill everyone in like the first forty five minutes. It's not gonna work. The audience is gonna be upset. And I don't know if they're gonna have Lady Death. What they should do is is Deadpool two gonna come out before then? Uh you know, I don't know. I know that X Force is happening before Deadpool two. Okay. And I don't know how that works, how Fox's timeline chronologically goes, like as far as release dates goes in with uh, It doesn't matter anyway, because Deadpool's not Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's not. What I was going to say was ideal world. Marvel or Deadpool actually dates death. Mm -hmm. Because he can't die. They're like a couple. And it would have been kind of a neat little, oh, look at that. But I, I spaced on the Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe thing, so never mind. Well, Sony's no part of it. It's Fox. Oh, it's Fox? Yeah. Fox owns Deadpool? Okay. Either way, can't do it. I mean, but wouldn't it be funny if Deadpool broke that wall? Broke that barrier? If someone's going to break it, Deadpool <laughs> could be the one to do it. I mean, it's kind of like his thing. He knows he's in a comic book. He probably knows he's in a separate cinematic universe. So, <laughs> Speaking of nerd movies, what do you got, Jeremy? Nerd movies. A lot of good nerd movies come from nerd books. One of the best nerd books I've read in the last few years is Ready Player One. I loved the heck out of that book. I read it, and then I ended up teaching a class on it when I was student teaching. Unreal. Great book. They're making the movie, and they have just cast the main character, Percival. And it is going to be Ty Sheridan. Now, Ty Sheridan, you may not know offhand, but he is playing Cyclops in the new Apocalypse movie. Man, I'm now, but you will. So we'll see how he acts. Looks, he looks like I would have expected a, you know, a 16, 17-year-old kid. He looks fairly young. Maybe he's in his 20s, but like he's like Matthew Broderick, where he can play down. I'm excited. I love that book. I'm hoping to love that movie. But I, I guess so we'll, we'll see when it gets a little closer. So I'm a huge fan of Avengers. Ms. Kamala Khan is a huge fan of Avengers. Yes, she is. Why don't we find out which Avengers we would want to be? Oh, in quiz time? In quiz time. Alright, kids, quiet down! It's pop quiz time with Mr. Jeremy. Yay! It's quiz time with Mr. Jeremy. Question number one. What is the worst problem in the world today? Pollution? Out of control capitalism. Sexism. Racism. Corrupt politicians. Terrorism. Poverty. Misuse of technology. Too many miscreants! <laughs> you can have a couple miscreants! Well, there's too many! There's just too many! Boy, right now it's up it's between too many miscreants. Because, <laughs> like, it's not wrong. <laughs> or, like, other stuff. Like, these are all problems. Misuse of, te- misuse of technology is not is not on my radar for big problems. No, I think it's only here because it's an Avenger quiz and Ultron yeah, was like a Right, thing. right. I'm going to say either... I like the too many miscreants. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's just too, too many. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say too many miscreants. Uh, put me down for too many miscreants. Yes, I'm being swayed by the use of words, but like it's fine. Choose a color: blue, red, yellow, green, baby blue, purple, black, white, maroon. I'm gonna go with white. Green. What is your secret weakness? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I know what Jeremy's secret weakness is. Ugh. I'm very stubborn. Loose grip on reality. I lie way too often. I have anger issues. I trust too easily. I am very impatient. Inferiority complex. 
I have trouble reading other people. I'm a little bit arrogant. What were you going to say was mine? The first one I saw was I'm very stubborn. Yep. That's it? Yeah. I trust people too easily. Straight up. I'm way stubborn. <laughs> Choose a famous musician. Ooh, this one's going to be tough. Drake. Beck. Kanye West. Bruce Springsteen. David Bowie. Oh. Rihanna. Jay-Z. Lars Ulrich. Beyonce. Well, let's eliminate Lars Ulrich right now. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, mine's either going to be Drake or Bowie. I got you between Bowie and Beyonce. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with David Bowie. I'm going to say Bowie. Because, like, the man transcended all genres. Where would you go? Where would you want to go to relax? The, the bar? The gym? Yoga retreat? The beach? I never relax. Spa? Luxury resort? Countryside? The Apple Store? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, to relax? Probably the bar. Because we do that every week, you know, it's relaxing, it's fun. It is. But I'm the gonna, beach sounds awesome. I'm going to pick beach. I'm going to say bar. What matters to you most at the end of the day? Family. Honor. Peace. Knowledge. Justice. Order. Respect. Faith. Love. Hmm. I'm going to say knowledge for me. No justice. Justice. Is this an Avenger quiz or a bad man? Side order of spaghetti. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which Avenger would you want to make out with? Boy, all right. Well, this is just Jeremy's app. This is just asking the question for Jeremy because we know the answer for John. Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, The Vision, Black Widow, War Machine, Captain America. No way. I think Captain America. Uh, this is a tougher decision than it should be. It's between Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, and Thor. Hmm. I'm gonna say Scarlet Witch. Okay. And who'd you say? I think it's an no, are you sure? Yeah, 100%. All right. Watch uh, watch your Steve Rogers cutout. Your lifelike Steve Rogers cutout. It was a gift. I know it was. <laughs> the guy is going to be on episode 21. Bought it for you. So, John, I'm going to read yours for you first. You ready? Okay, I am. Are you am. sure? I, am I? You got Captain America. <gasps> You're a bit old-fashioned, but in a very endearing way. You have a strong sense of morality and strive to live up to ideals every day. Your integrity is inspiring others. Wow, it's really nice. Jeremy, you got the vision. Ooh, I like the vision. I like Paul Bettany. He's neat. You're not quite like everyone else. You are fascinated by people but feel a bit removed from them. Despite this alienation, you are a kind, considerate person who is willing to go to great lengths to help other people. Aw, that's so sweet. It is. I'm kind of weird. <laughs> Producer Gatsa got Hawkeye. The quiet, retreating sort, you are comfortable in your own skin and your own company. Always willing to put others first. You don't crave attention and are quite happy in the background. Wow! That is accurate. You know what else is accurate? Uh, math. How much I enjoyed this week's pull list. Here's your pull list. This week on The Pullist, Jeremy read Ms. Marvel, Volume 1. I also read number one, first then I read the first five. <laughs> by C. Willow Wilson. Who drew it? And art by Adrian Alfana. Let's just get right into it. This is awesome. This is a great book. I do love this book. It opens up with our hero, Kamala Khan, who lives in Jersey City. And the first thing you notice about Kamala Khan, she is not a blonde white woman. Not even kind of. How old is she, did they say? 16. 16. She is Pakistani, mm -hmm. and she is, quirky's not the word I'm going for, quippy. She is she is funny, and she's quick. 
She's really relatable. Yes. Like, she's really relatable. This is how I felt when I was a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm glad. You know? No, it, she is insanely relatable. She's fun. She's normal and average, which, like, is what you want from your comic book characters, because then you can put yourselves in their shoes. Obviously, I can't put myself totally in her shoes because I'm not a young Pakistani girl, but I still feel like I can relate, mm-hmm. which is cool. So it opens up in a Circle Q. Which is, like, Circle K. Circle K, yeah. Or a Quick Stop, whatever you want to call it, 7-Eleven. And she she just wants to smel. She says the infidel meat because she can't Del- have the pork. Delicious, delicious infidel <laughs> meat, which is hilarious. And she's kind of hanging out with her friend Bruno. Yeah, and the woman's oh, name uh, is Nakia. 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 She calls her Kiki. Bruno and Nakia, who are Bruno is the guy who runs the Circle K. He's like the manager, and Nakia is her. I think he just works there. She's also in high school, so probably not manager at like sixteen. But if you're the only person there, aren't you like kind of like a manager or supervisor? No. no? I guess you're manager on duty, but that doesn't really... Point is, he works there. Mm-hmm. Kamala does not, and Nakia and her are... I'm assuming they've been friends for a while. Yeah, that's what it definitely seems like. Zoe walks in, and she is just like... <laughs> She's like that girl. She's the worst. She Everything she says is like underhanded compliments like oh my god most people can't pull off like looking like crud but you do it fine like i love how you just can wear anything yeah oh my god <laughs> she's she's mean but like and, at first, and kamala doesn't even pick up on it at first you're thinking maybe she doesn't mean to be mean maybe she just doesn't think about what she's saying later you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> but at first you're like oh does she know what she's saying she's saying like some mean stuff like she says the guy she's with asks a question and it's one of those questions where it's like you shouldn't ask that, but maybe he just legitimately doesn't know. And then she makes the comment that's wrong. Your headscarf is so pretty, Kiki. I love that color. Nakia. But I mean, no one pressured you to start wearing it, right? Your father or somebody? No one's gonna, like, honor kill you. I'm just concerned. Like, it's one thing to have a question about someone else's culture, right? Like, right. totally valid to have a question. You don't... Like, that's not how you do it. No, no. Like, let's just... Here's, here's another way of doing that. Nakia, I'm very curious like what the reason is for wearing that can you explain that to me oh of course blah 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 blah, right not is someone gonna honor kill you what does that even mean see the problem is zoe doesn't know (laughs) that's the problem i I would call myself a fairly (laughs) learned person but i don't know what honor kill means (laughs) what zoe's awful she is awful so they're talking about a party and yeah and kamala says oh but she's so nice Everyone's like, you're such but she's a... so adorable and happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, but she's she's just the worst. So then we cut to the Avengers saving a bunch of ponies from a monster. Yes, <laughs> I, we're doing a dramatic reading of it. Full disclosure: I read all new, all different Avengers before I read this book. Mm-hmm. And Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, is in all new, all different Avengers, so that was my introduction to the character. Right. Yeah. Same with me. So this kind of thing happens in all new, all different, and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. But yeah, this this sort of thing happens in All the Well Different, and I mm-hmm. thought it was really yeah. cool. No, he killed Rainbow Toots! Take that, evil space creature! Justice! <laughs> if you ever threaten you Planet Unicorn again, I personally... Kamala, dinner! One minute on me, there's epic stuff happening on the internet. What? My Avengers fanfic almost has 1,000 upvotes on freakingcool.com. She writes fanfiction. She's... She's a fan fiction writer. She is a fan fiction writer. And her mom doesn't get it. And it's hilarious. I do not understand one single word of that sentence. 
he just doesn't get it, and it's hilarious. Like, like it's obvious, like, oh, my parents don't get it. Like, sometimes they really don't. And, like, her parents are immigrants from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So, like, they really don't get it. And yeah. She's a first-generation American, and it's really funny. Yeah. So then we have a dinner scene where they're hanging out, and you find out that her brother is really religious. He's very devout, but unemployed. Yeah. And the father has no qualms just throwing that out there. It's yeah. like, hmm, seems like you're avoiding something, like getting a job. Yeah, he says, <laughs> I mean, if you don't stop praying long enough to put some food in your mouth, one day you will starve to death. May Allah forgive you, Abu. Prayer is noble, but when you spend all day praying, it looks like you're starting to avoid something, like finding a job, for example. Money earned from a profession that offends Allah has no merit. I refuse to profit from usury, unlike some people. My job at the bank allows you to sit here at home contemplating eternity, Bita. So the point is, it's just an argument. It's a father-son argument. Son's rebelling a little bit. Dad's not stupid. He's seeing it. And uh, then Kamala is asking about how she wants to go to a party with boys. And the like, answer is, <laughs> no. No. Like any father <laughs> with a 16-year-old daughter says, no, 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 no. Never going to happen. But she brings up the point that she would have, um, they would of course let um, um, Amir go. Yeah. Because, like, it's it's safer for a boy to go. Safer for a boy to go. Yep. Which, Kamala's like, I'm going to die if I don't go. Very, <laughs> she's, she's, uh, I wouldn't say that. She says it right here, I'm going to die. You will not die. So, then he, she is excused to her room. Loudly. <laughs> Where she goes to her room for about ten seconds, she puts on her jacket, and she sneaks out to said party. What? Where the music, I just want to read the onomatopoeia, boom, boom, shaka, shaka, boom, boom, shaka, shaka, like top 40. Best all time. <laughs> Three stars, four stars. Keep going. How many stars you got? 25 stars. <laughs> That's a good song. So there's this party, and someone gives her alcohol, and she's like, this sucks. I'm, I'm going to be the It's the guy from earlier. The it Zoe's is. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Josh. Josh? Zoe's, Zoe's boyfriend. And she doesn't like it, and Bruno's trying to like make sure she's okay. And they kind of, her and Bruno kind of get in a little a tiff, because he's looking out for her. She's, she feels like everyone's treating her like a child, and she walks off. And then? This happens. Terrigen mist. Terrigen mist? Mm-hmm. What's terrigen? Uh, it's a thing. I know what Terra is. It's about inhumans. Okay. So does this affect a lot of people? Or the inhumans. Who knows? Because in this book, it's just her. In the book, it's her, but there could be other people at the party, like, we don't know. Right. I'm sure at some point it'll be like, I was also at that party. I, I'm a demon. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? But for those of you who don't know, inhumans... When you yeah, come in contact... I'm one of those people. Right. When you... <laughs> I believe I've said this before. Uh, thousands of years possible. ago, the Kree experimented on humans. You never said this before? Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> result of which, they altered DNA. So that's okay. in your bloodstream now. All right. And if you come in contact with this pterogen in the right circumstances, you will go into a cocoon, and you will then emerge with new powers, possibly a new appearance. <laughs> what? It's... it's, it's all Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, that's all they're doing right now. Okay. And that's kind of what we see here. Without the cocoon. No, there's a cocoon. So, Kamala is in this this Terrigen gas, and something wakes her up. So the Avengers come down singing in Urdu and repeating a poem or a proverb of some sort that I was not familiar with. Have you ever about the yellow mustard? I have not come this across is, it in my day-to-day. Yep. Okay. And 
Kamala is very confused. She says, Cap- Captain America? Iron Man? Captain Marvel? You speak Urdu? We are faith. We speak all languages of beauty and hardship. Okay, then. I am totes hallucinating. I must be ultra drunk. She was talking about how she had a sip of vodka. A, like a tiny sip and spit it out. And immediately spit it out. But like, <laughs> since you're 16, like you're like, oh my god, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm so wasted. You are seeing what you need to see. You stand at a crossroads. You thought that if you disobeyed your parents, your culture, your religion, your classmates would accept you. What happened instead? They... They laughed at me. So we thought that because I snuck out, it was okay for her to make fun of my family. Like Kamala's finally seen the light and kicked that dumb, inferior brown people and their rules to the curb. But that's not why I snuck out. And that's not why I think Ami and Abu are dumb. It's just... I grew up here. I'm from Jersey City, not Karachi. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. Who do you want to be? Right now? I want to be beautiful and awesome and butt-kicking and less complicated. I want to be you. Except I would wear a classic, politically incorrect costume and kick butt in giant wedge heels. You must have some kind of weird boot fetish. (laughs) All right, kid. As fate would have it, you're about to get the kind of total reboot most people only dream about. But can I tell you something? What? It is not going to turn out the way you think. Good luck, Kamala Khan. Wait, where are you going? Iron Man? Captain America? Captain Marvel? Anybody? And the mist kind of dissipates around her. What the? Oh, oh no, 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 I'm trapped. In a cocoon? Help me, help me! Ugh. And she breaks. <laughs> what? What? Um, is it too late to change my mind? And she emerges as... Captain Marvel. Like the classic Carol Danvers, the Captain S, Marvel. The yep. red sash, the giant wedge heels. Blonde. Blonde. White. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. And that's the end of issue one. So the next issue opens. Jersey City, 12 hours after the Terrigen bomb. Okay, so I passed out in the fog and had a dream that I asked Captain Marvel to make me like her. Apparently she took me literally. Wake up, Kamala, wake up, wake up, wake up! It's like my skin is one big muscle, and that muscle is tensed up. Oh man, I'm gonna puke! And she throws herself up. Yes. Kamala comes out of the Miss Marvel It's really hard to describe. It's super (laughs) weird. Super weird. And then now she's really confused. I love when they pan out in these books. The faces get super simplistic. Like, it's dot, dot, line for the eyebrows. But then you come back, and there's all the detail on the face. I do love the art style. It's very muted. Very calm. It's really stylistic. Yeah. Like, no one else does this. And, like, that's not to say that Miss Marvel isn't represented, because, like, if you look at later, like, the New Avengers stuff, different artist, but it's still clearly her. Mm-hmm. Like, they took her, they took this artist's style. Same with Amazing Spider-Man. And they use it, but, like, you can clearly tell it was inspired by Adriana. Yeah. Adriana's work. Alfonso. Sure. I'm really bad with names. So she's really confused as to what's happening. Like, her body is, like, half Kamala, half old Miss Marvel costume. Her arm is stretching way behind her. There's something wrong. It's a it's a common theme within humans. Like, bam, here's your powers. Have fun managing it. <laughs> so Miserable. Yeah. And, like, she can't... Yeah, she cannot figure out how to manage it. And then something red streaks by, and we have no idea who it is. Kamala has no idea. She has some guesses, but, like... She's not sure. She walked down to the to the dock, one of the many docks in Jersey City, I would imagine. Because, like... I thought it was all docks. It's almost all docks. It's like <laughs> docks and beach. And then uh, the Prudential Center. That's about it. 
<laughs> and you see people coming out from the party. And I just call to say I love Zoe. Uh, don't call me Zoo. Great, it's Zoe. The party must be winding down. Uh, not again. It's almost like a reflex, like a fake smile. As soon as Zoe fills up, I feel uncomfortable. Like I have to be someone else. Someone cool. It's so beautiful! But instead I feel small. You're beautiful, Zoo. Whatever, Josh. So Kamala has shrunk herself down to the size of a cockroach because she's insecure. So that's, it's like a reflex. Like mm-hmm. you said, here your powers, figure it out. Yep. And right now her power is a reflex. Yep. <laughs> she cannot control it. What was that? Did you hear something? Hush! That foots. Everybody move back to the booths! Come on, babe, dance with me. Ugh, no way, you smell like cheap beer. Dancing in the moonlight! Josh, stop, I'm gonna be seasick. Josh, stop it! Oh, you scared you're gonna fall? Don't worry, I got- Ah! So, Zoo? Zoe? Help, someone help! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. He's drunk and she's panicking. If he jumps in, they'll both drown. There's this ayah from the Quran that my dad always quotes when he sees something bad on TV. A fire or a flood or a bombing. Whoever kills one person, it is as if he has killed all of mankind. And whoever saves one person, it is as if he has saved all of mankind. Embiggen! Which I think is hilarious. Yeah. That's not a real Flame word. Flame on! <laughs> when it I was, was like, uh... That came from The Simpsons, actually. Did it really? Yeah. There's, uh... There's an episode... Did you know that offhand, or did you look yes, that up? Yes, actually. Uh, there's an episode where there's a statue of, like, Jebediah Springfield, and there's a... On the plaque, it said... I used to be a huge Simpsons fan. And on the plaque, it said, um, A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man. And they made up the word embiggen. Did they? And then I think Marge calls them out, and it's like, I don't think that's even a word. And then someone goes, Marge, it's everyone knows embiggen is a perfectly cromulent word, which is also nonsense. So I think this is hilarious. This also plays to her, like, nerd culture. She's a, she's a huge I know. Nerd. I thought it was a brilliant choice. She's a huge nerd. I think it's great. When I was a little kid, that always made me feel better. And so she jumps in, and she uses her gigantic hand to save Zoe. Like, like van-size hand. <laughs> her power, we're realizing, is she has manipulation over her body, whether she can change how she looks, or she can move, like, her hands or her feet, or, like, she can make herself giant or small. She has total control over her body, which is super cool. So she saves her, but then everyone's like, oh, look, it's Captain Marvel in, like, an old costume. Which is weird. <laughs> And she runs off to go home. And I like this. This is so going on MeTube. <laughs> and to get small, she goes disembiggen, which I also thought was hilarious. She just points to her hand. Disembiggen. I didn't catch this. Now that you said it, I didn't realize that was an human thing. Yeah. But she says, it's like having a completely new sense. It's not sight or taste or touch. It's something much weirder. Something almost inhuman. <laughs> Like, literally, oh my god, I just got that. (laughs) So, she can't figure out how to change herself back to Kamala yet. So, she takes a homeless guy's jacket. She asks. Yep. She doesn't just take it. She's not a bad person. She says, can I borrow this? And, uh, so she runs home with that that sweater on. She gets home. She sneaks in. She's very bad at sneaking in. Like, the whole house here. She's fine at sneaking out. Really bad at sneaking in. (laughs) Uh, Her brother comes in and is like, what are you? What are you doing? And she thinks that she still looks like Carol Danvers. Yeah. Now she looks like herself again in a weird sweater. And her brother's like, what are you, what is going on? She doesn't realize it. She figures out that she switched back. She's shocked it worked. (laughs) 
uh, her brother immediately jumps to assuming that she got hurt or something bad happened, and he says, we're going to get the brothers from the mosque to beat the snot out of whoever hurts you. And she says, no, no, that's, I'm fine. And he goes, oh, well, in that case, you're screwed, because Abu and Ami know you snuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Bruno actually called them, because mm-hmm. Bruno cares about her, God forbid. And they're like, oh, well, you're grounded, because you're grounded. You snuck out. And she can't, like, explain herself yet. No. Hopefully, we don't know this because we only read Volume 1, hopefully she's able to tell them at some point. Because it makes having a secret easier to have people to deal with it with you. Like, hopefully she can tell her parents. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Amir knows in All New All Different at Does some he? point. I'm pretty sure, based on I context. I haven't even seen Amir in the He's book. He's in, like, a panel. Is he? Yeah. I know Bruno is. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Bruno. Yeah. I, was saying, I don't think Amir... It's been a while since I've read... It's been, what, th- two, three months I read that issue? Is that issue, what, what, three? One. It's not two, one. Seven. It's... I don't know if it's Ten. Seven. Jeremy, six came out yesterday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and when this podcast airs, it'll be a week. Oh my god. Was six great because we totally read it a week it ago? It may have been. It was a book. <laughs> it, I, it may have been good. I don't know yet. But like when this comes up, hopefully we'll know. <laughs> hopefully I'll be copping all my reading. LOL. My Maybe that's why I do this weekend. My short box full of reading. <sighs> so the issue then ends with her saying that. Maybe this is exactly what she's been waiting for. Maybe I'm finally part of something bigger. And with a gigantic fist. Gigantic. She's going to do something. We don't know what yet, but something. Obviously, if you've read a comic book before, when it says Miss Marvel on the cover, you're assuming she's going to become a superhero named Miss Marvel. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Issue 3 opens up with... And newscast talking about how Miss Marvel was back in an old costume saving people, and Zoe is totally taking the spotlight because Zoe's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and Kamala what? is eating her GMOs. I love that. She has a breakfast cereal called GMOs. I thought that was hilarious. Hilarious. And it's got like Halliburton on the front and a scientist. <laughs> like, come on. And then we meet, very briefly, we meet Vic, who is Bruno's brother. And. When they introduce someone in comics, generally they're going to come back. But when I saw Vic, the first thing I thought was, I don't like that guy. <laughs> Just like the way he's propositioning his brother for stuff, or he's talking about, oh, terrorists can't hurt me. If I get in trouble, I'll just send that new Miss Marvel a text. Like, bro. Bro, you suck. <laughs> so we come back to Kamala researching what happened to her, and she's searching for all the key buzzwords on the internet. Shapeshifting. Polymorph, embiggening. <laughs> and she's getting no results. I wonder why. Well, one's not a word, first of all. <laughs> and then her and her brother go to the, the Saturday youth lecture at the mosque. Yep. And she's really excited to go. But her brother's like, oh, you, you hate this. Why are you excited? Yeah, it's given by Sheikh Abdullah. Sheikh Abdullah, yes. Play later. It's at the mosque in Jersey City. Their mosque. There might be more. This this is their There's mosque. probably more than one in a major metropolitan area. So they're there, and everyone looks super disinterested except for Nakia. She's she's so into this. From context, <laughs> yeah. you see Nakia has really, like... Really embraced like it. Before, she was not... She wasn't really into her heritage and her religion, and now she's really into it. She's really embracing that her culture. Whereas... Everyone Kamala, else is, like, like, struggling texting. to stay awake. <laughs> yeah. And at Kamala, it seems like she likes her culture, but she also wants to be what she thinks as normal, mm-hmm. which is like her friends at school. Like, without realizing they're like, oh my god, it's okay to be different. Like, 
Makes She's you. 16. Right. No, of course. That's when not six, at all possible. No, when I was 16, I was like, ugh. <laughs> I hated my name until I was like 18. Jeremy? Jeremy's such, such a weird name. I wish I had like a more normal name. Seriously, I did. It's like, no one's named Jeremy. I've met like eight Jeremys this month. It's, it's apparently a super more common name than I thought. It's trending. But like, when you're 16, you're exactly right. Like, everything's the worst. Everything is everything's the worst. Everything's the worst. <laughs> so Kamala is no different because she's 16. Her and Nikki are talking throughout the lecture because that's what people do. And Nakia decides to go to the circle queue. The circle queue. And they're going to go, like, talk. Like, ditch the lecture. <laughs> Just, even though she's super into it, she's like, I'm good. And this, this, there's that actually shows Nakia's character. It's like, I'm really into this, but my friend needs my help right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bail on this one thing to help my friend, which speaks to Nakia's character more than you realize, which is cool. So they go to the circle queue and they're talking and then Kamala's like, oh, wait, Bruno's here. I don't want to talk to Bruno because he totally ratted me out and he's a butt. But, like, he was trying to help. God forbid. And then we're at school. On Monday. The Coles Academic High School. Which, like, the girls lacrosse team shows up later and they're the academics. That's, like, their team name. (laughs) I'm not a doctor, but that's the worst team name. (laughs) (laughs) What? I did coach girls lacrosse, and like the academics doesn't really strike fear. I coached the pirates, much cooler name. <laughs> so we're uh, we're at school, and we so we get to meet Vic because Vic and Bruno are in the same science class. I guess, I guess they're twins. They're for sure brothers. Yeah, they're talking, Vic. and okay. Kamala is totally ignoring Bruno. Genius. I wish he would just get the message and leave me alone. Who does weird science project during free period? I mean, she is completely turned around like I'm not even here. Drag. Hey, I need a hundred bucks. That's Vic talking to Bruno. You can get it from the cash register at Circle Q, no problem. You want me to steal from my job? You work there. It's not stealing. Vic, if you weren't my brother, I'd knock some sense into that box of styrofoam you call a brain. Yeah, we all know you got the brains in the family. What is this, super snot? It's a biokinetic polymer. It's for my scholarship application to Rutgers. If you put it on something flexible, like cloth or whatever, it makes it stretchier. A lot stretchier. Huh. Ah, foreshadowing. <coughs> you got you got a cough. I got a foreshadowing. <coughs> foreshadowing. <coughs> was that good? Did I get it? That's it. It was worse. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> So, Kamala is still researching what's going on with her body, which, like, now she has a giant hand. And she runs off to the girls' bathroom, and here come the academic. Go, academic! Fight, fight, fight! fight. <laughs> it's the girls' lacrosse team. <laughs> like, what? Their jerseys say Cole, and at, it, it, like, multiple points during this book, the goalie is around, and the goalie looks like a mascot. The helmet's, like, too big, the pads are too big. It's hilarious. So Kamala runs and hides in the girls' locker room, and she ends up destroying it with her embiggening and debiggening. Disembiggening. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, disembiggening. She destroys <laughs> it, and she ends up getting detention for destroying it because that's totally what would happen. You destroy a whole locker room in detention. But first, she finds out she can transform into other people, like her mother, apparently. Because she totally wanted to do that. <laughs> that wasn't. A That'd be slip. even harder that to explain. That wasn't a slip at all. You see the goalie. Like, way too big. And the goalie's in detention with her. <laughs> this goalie's in, like, everything. 
So they're in. She's in detention, and she's telling her mom, like, "No, I'm not a degenerate. I just like something happened." And then she goes. She gets a text from Bruno, and she has to go talk to him. So she finally agrees to go talk to him with her winter hat in the middle of spring. Which is cool. You know, it's a cool hat though. So she walks over to the circle queue, and the whole time she's like, "There's a lot of inner monologue, and we don't need to read all of it, but like, she's a she's a deep character, and I like it." She approaches the circle queue and she sees Bruno in a thing, like a stand-up, with a masked gentleman with a gun. Yep. Someone is sticking up the circle queue. She has the right idea. She goes to phone the cops, and her phone is dead. <laughs> and it says, LOL, you're bad. LOL, no battery. <laughs> and then she rises. The second, more corrector thing. She has superpowers. Because, kids, if you get superpowers, take the law into your own hands. If your phone is dead. A message from Talking Trades. <laughs> so she goes in and she's going to stop the robbery. Then we cut inside. And it turns out it's Vic. Vic <laughs> is trying to rob the Circle Q. Yep. Because he's actually the worst. Vic is awesome, isn't he? <laughs> oh my god. And he mentioned that the gun isn't loaded, but the inventor is going to come and change things. Inventor? What inventor? <laughs> So, Kamala busts in, but she looks like Carol Danvers. Like, straight up Captain Marvel in the current in the current costume. With longer hair, though. Yeah, much longer hair. Yeah. Current current Captain Marvel has the mohawk thing mm-hmm. going, which is cool. This Captain Marvel has, like, chest-length hair. Chest, mid-back Flowing every which way. <laughs> and there's, like, a dove That's, behind yeah, there's, there's, like, three, there's three doves. <laughs> with sunlight coming in, like, it's perfect. <laughs> so, it's straight out of a John Woo movie, John. <laughs> hey... That's your name. It is my name. But it's spelled differently. Mm-hmm. So she tries to stop the robbery by squeezing him. And With her embiggened hand. Embiggened hand. Like, it's as big as he is. It's bigger, almost. <laughs> so he, she lets him go after he agrees to leave, and she gets shot. Accidentally. Accidentally. I think Vic is stupid. What? And she's bleeding out. End of issue. That's, that's a cliffhanger. Now we're on issue four. I like how the covers have nothing to do with the book. <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Like, the cover four is her family eating in a diner, and she's jumping across the diner, punching something, but, like, nothing. Never happens. Never happens. <laughs> Pretty sure we're going to see her family inside the house. <laughs> or you see her brother for a split second at the mosque. Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> in issue four, it opens with Bruno standing over Kamala, not realizing it's Kamala, and he says, Wake up, lady, wake up, and... Uh, they're trying to call the ambulance, and he tells Vic to get out of there because he's going to get arrested. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, hello? I need an ambulance at 357 Westside Avenue. Miss Marvel just got shot in my store. No. No. Uh, huh? They can't see me. I'm not Miss Marvel. Sorry, Captain Marvel. Your help is coming. Don't try to move. Bruno, it's, it's me. Yeah, I know. I saw you on the news yesterday. No. Listen, it's... Me. It's Kamala. She transforms back into the Kamala Khan we know and love. Yes. And no longer bleeding. No, but she is clutching her her uh, abdomen because, like... Yep. But she's fine now. Yep. Because for some reason, when she's her, stops bleeding. Because she wasn't shot in that form, I guess. We don't get her powers, neither does she. (laughs) Suspense. It's confusing. (laughs) So, yeah, so she's totally fine. The cops show up anyway. So, she tries to 
Well, she, first of all, she digs the bullet out of the back of her pants, which is hilarious. <laughs> Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> so the cops show up, and she tries to change back into the Carol Danvers form. But that doesn't go so well. You Excruciating pain. Yes, the, the bullet hurts again. So she trains back to Kamala. She gets a sleeping mask, cuts two holes Which in is it. called Coma Chameleon, by the way. Yeah, Coma Chameleon. <laughs> super comfy sleep mask. Prolonged use can cause nightmares. <laughs> okay. So, so she's fine. She pokes a hole through that, and the cop show up and she goes, Hi, I'm Miss Marvel. And it's just the goofiest. She's got a winter hat, a jacket, shorts with, like, pink leggings. And, and like, <laughs> confidence. That's the thing. She's, like, her stance Hello. is wide. Hello, I am Miss Marvel. <laughs> with a sleeping mask on her eyes. And the cops are <laughs> like... And a dopey grin. Don't forget the dopey grin. And the cops are like, you know... It's supposed to be a prank or something, kid? Because you don't look like Miss Marvel to me. What's Miss Marvel supposed to look like? You know, tall, blonde, with big uh, powers. Okay. Well, I've got big powers. Boosh! She embiggens and pushes her head through the ceiling. Great, another one. All right, all right, I believe you. But we're responding to an armed robbery and possible gunshot fatality. You better start explaining, or I'm hauling you kids in for making a false report. There was a robbery, or there would have been, except I squeezed the guy pretty good. That's when he shot me. He didn't mean to. Didn't mean to? You knew this guy then? So, cops are suspicious. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I would be too. As a child with a sleep mask claiming to be I'm a superhero. I'm Marvel. That's why, it's like, there's just this, all this confidence. She's like, yes, I got shot. I love that frame so much. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. The cops eventually leave. <laughs> I like this part real quick. Costume kids these days. I tell you, my buddy in Brooklyn took a call once because a guy was shooting arrows off his roof. No, he was Hawkeye. So this is when Bruno goes. So here's the deal. I'm helping you now because you're not very good at this by yourself. Nope. You need help. Yeah. <laughs> because here's the thing. You're a child. But then it's two children. So it just becomes two children trying to save the world. You know save what? the Jersey City. I'm sorry, Jersey City. You're exactly right. But in saving one person, saving all of mankind. Bang. That's from the Quran. It I'm is. cultured. And so are you. So, the next thing that Kamala and Bruno agree to is she needs a costume. Because yes. she needs a costume. But if I'm really going to do this, I'm going to run around and call JC all powered up. I'm going to need something. What? A costume, obviously. Then she runs home and is digging through her closet. And she uses her, her nerd credentials to talk about how she's a big video game player. She's got the thumbs to prove it. But video gamers have great reflexes, which I don't know if that's true, but like I'm going to believe it. It's true. There are many studies confirming that. Sweet. That's awesome. So she gets a costume from home, which is something she had. She really It's the, it's the, be, it's the prototypical beginning superhero costume. Yep. I threw this together at home, and it's going to look similar to the thing later. You saw it in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bone saw is ready. <laughs> so she goes to get Vic, because they talked. she talked with Bruno, and Vic is being held somewhere. Yes. Right? He, he pulled the GPS information done... off his phone. You just looked at the last thing, the last thing on his uh, GPS app, didn't you? But he wanted to sound like a spy. But, but shut up. <laughs> so she goes to that house, and it turns out that there are armed guards, but, like, they're kids, too. But they have, like, weapons. 
So she busts into the house and tries to get him out. She ties up those guards and walks into the house. They keep telling her, you're making a big mistake. This is bad. Don't go in there. There's people way more dangerous than us in there. And immediately there is like a robot cat. Yep. Kitty. Thing. With lasers. And it tries to shoot. Cut some of her hair off. Just like a boss fight in World of Battlecraft. Just like a boss fight in World of Battlecraft. And she kicks it and breaks it. Scree! It's dead. But it's okay, because it's a robot. And it's also okay, because there are many more where that came from. At least four. In this scene. In this one panel, there's four. (laughs) So she runs into the basement, where she sees Vic. And it says, property of the inventor. So this inventor comes back again. And she is going to break him out. And then there's a tall man with a shirt that says, I'm a bad guy. Standing at the top of the stairs. And how exactly do you plan on doing that? End of issue. Now we're on the last issue of the trade. I really like this here's cover. the thing that's a problem for me. Oh, this oh, cover. It's a, a great cover. It's part four of five, which means this trade ends in four of five parts. That's upsetting to me. Neat. <laughs> it's like really upsetting. It wraps up, but like. Huh? But then it shows this whole new problem. Now I have to get the next trade. Oh, that's how they get you. Every time. Dang it, Marvel. DC's just as guilty. So this guy walks downstairs. So this is totally happening. There's no back exit, Bendy girl. The only way out of here is through me and my kitties. My first legit rescue mission as Miss Marvel, and I get cornered by a bunch of creepy robots and a guy with a 1985 haircut and a laser gun. Then I guess you better move, skinny jeans, because we are getting out of here. Where's the snack talk coming from? Usually I'm afraid to correct a substitute teacher who can't pronounce my name. Let's start over. Hi, I'm Doyle. I'm the head b-boy in charge. In charge of what, exactly? Of the inventor's ultra-secret stash house. Who is this inventor guy? Keep trashing his stuff and you'll find out. I don't have to trash anything if you let me and Vic out of here peacefully. You have no right to keep him locked up in a basement like some weird indie horror flick. Look, Bendy Girl, Vic messed up. Until the inventor comes to deal with him, he stays right here. Afraid that's not how it works for me, Doyle. It's too bad. Guess we're gonna have to fight to the death or something. Like I said, this is totally happening. Just not quite the way I'd hoped. The shot grazes her side. Yes. She's okay, though. Maybe. Here, kitty kitties, attack! Dude, get up. We're getting our butts kicked. You are not helping, Vic. Out of the way, lug nuts! And they start fighting the kitties. And the laser blasts. And the laser blasts. And then she disembiggens and runs away. Because she is not ready. So, complete and failure. Vic is definitely still there. no good. So she's home and then she decides to eat all Everything. Of all of it. <laughs> because she has been exerting so much energy. She has to eat. Right? That's the, that's the, that's the drawback. So then your mom wakes up in the middle of the night and sees all this food is everywhere. Do you like how this thing, there's this bottle of hot sauce called Yoga Flame by Yoga Fire? Isn't that a reference to I Dalsim? didn't read it. It's absolutely referencing Dalsim. That's funny. Which is funny because she can stretch like Dalsim and punch. So mom is crying because mom's very dramatic and I like mom. She's funny. She's like, oh, my child is deserting me. I can't believe I raised such a horrible child. Blah, blah, blah. And dad's like, relax. Let me talk to her. Yes, she messed up, but she's not. She's not. She's not gonna end everything. She says she's ruining this family. No one is ruining anything. Get some sleep. I really like this heart to heart she has with her father. Her dad's great. Her dad is awesome. 
Are you going to tell me why you're dressed like that? Do I have to? I am asking you to. I had to go out tonight to help a friend who was in trouble. Wearing a disguise? Yeah. Can you understand why that would make your Abu nervous? Yeah, but I'm fine. This looks way weirder than it is, I promise. I want to believe you, Janu, but I am terrified by this new Kamala. I know the kinds of pressures on young girls these days. Pressure to be things they are not, do things they don't want to do. I don't want that for you, Bita. Not for my only daughter. Do you know why we named you Kamala? No. It's a, it's a weird name. Everybody else gets to be like Yasmin and Layla and stuff. Because those are normal. It's a special name. Kamal means perfection in Arabic. Your mother had a difficult time when she was pregnant with Amir. After he was born, the doctors told us we couldn't have any more children. We were devastated. Then, five years later, you came along. Our little miracle. I held you in my hands at the hospital, a tiny, screaming, pinkish-brown baby, and thought you were the most perfect thing I had ever seen. That's why we gave you your name. You don't have to be someone else to impress anybody. You're perfect just the way you are. We're not trying to make your life miserable, Kamala. We just want you to be safe. I know. We want you to tell us when you're in trouble. I will. Good, because you're still grounded. And I want you to have a chat with Sheikh Abdullah. Maybe spending more time in the mosque will give you some perspective. Way to ruin the moment, Abu. <laughs> he her, cares. He does, yeah. No, it's but her, she it's, messed up. <laughs> he's a dad. He's, yeah. a, he's her dad. He's exactly right here. <laughs> Kamala goes to Bruno at the Circle Q as it's being renovated and talks about how he wants, or he needs to put that goo the on snot, the super right? snot. Yeah, the yeah. super snot on her clothes to make it super stretchy so that she can have a costume that will move with her body. Because... The other stuff, while it moved, it still is restrictive mm-hmm. because it's not stretchy. Yeah. And she is stretchy. And hilarious montage here. Time to level up. I have tools now. <laughs> tools I didn't have before. Was I faster that time? She ran around a track. With like gigantically long giraffe legs about as tall as the goalpost. Yep. And Bruno says, technically you're not faster. Technically you grew longer legs and took bigger strides. But yeah, technically 17.5 seconds faster. It's a matter of learning how to use these tools. Learning my strengths. Throws a shopping cart into the, the lake. Learning my limitations. And there is a room, or a back room, like <laughs> a garbage is, area. This is horrifying. <laughs> it's, yeah. And there's a bunch of manic, it's just stuff, right? And he says, okay, you got me, I have no idea what or where you are. And then she is a mannequin behind him, which comes to life. It just is pokes him and says hi. Terrifying. <laughs> no thank you. And then she just learned, it's, it's a great montage of, like, figuring out how to use her new tools. And she makes her first Miss Marvel costume, which is dope. I like this costume. Mm-hmm. And she's going to break back in. To get Vic. Yes. And this time, it's a bit different. She rides in on one of the kitties <laughs> and shoots lasers and stuff at uh, the main B-boy. And she actually ends up getting Vic out. But... Now without everyone's seeing. You think this is over? You think you're safe now? You have no idea what you just started. They say as she leaves. We will find you. He will find you. And he, we're assuming, is the inventor. Yes. So she takes off running and leaves Vic. But the point is, things are better now. So Vic is safe. The Circle Q is reopened. And they go to the Circle Q. And there is a Miss Marvel effigy. 
Yep, hung. And it says, The Birdman Cometh. Which, that's not the first time it was in this issue, either, this uh, trade. Mm-hmm. It was at the house before. That's right. I thought it was just idle graffiti. Right, but... It's, nope, it's a thing. Yeah, worse, I mean, you can assume that it has something to do with the inventor, because that's who Miss Marvel has hurt, right? Yep. Is the inventor. So, people are saying outside, What, what is that? A message. For who? For us. This guy thinks he can threaten us where we live. Miss Marvel has a message for him. This is Jersey City. We talk loud, we walk fast, and we don't take any disrespect. Don't mess. Huh? Word. <laughs> I love it. And then we are... Kind of like a post credit scene almost, yeah, really. We cut to a coal plant, a decommissioned coal plant, somewhere in Hudson County. He's not mad, is he, Knox? About what happened at Greenville House? Mr. Edison is a man of varying moods. Yeah, but is he mad? Ask him yourself. Mr. Edison? Sir? I want to apologize for for letting Vic escape. We weren't prepared for a superhuman rescue. But I'm taking care of it. She's just a girl. Easy to scare. That girl is walking the streets of Jersey City in a costume and calling herself Miss Marvel! You haven't just created a problem, Doyle. You've created an urban legend. And the legend ends now! And this is clearly the bird, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bird. It's an anthropomorphic bird with a, with a scarf, a button-up shirt, and a peacoat. Which, I mean, the thing is, the mouth's not open and he's talking, so maybe it's like a mask, maybe it's inhuman, we just don't know anything. Yeah, it's weird looking. And after it, there's a little side story. It's called Marvel Point. Uh, point one basically just shows if you've read spider-man like this is actually a very similar thing of how she has to balance her superhero life and her personal life and her family duties and that's pretty much what this is she's late for a family function because she was out being a superhero yeah stopping one of the inventors inventions yep and she's go. she has to run to her is it her cousin's wedding uh, I believe so. Well, it's the, the party before Cousin, the wedding. Yeah, it's her cousins. Well, the, 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 it's the, the party before the wedding started yeah. early, and she missed that, and now they're at the wedding. And she shows up to the wedding smelling terrible, and she gets grounded. Because she was fighting in the dump. Because, yes. So, that's the end of the trade. It continues. John, let's just answer this question right now. Would you continue? I would continue. It was fun. I found a favorite in human. It's Ms. Marvel. Oh, that's right. She would be concerned in human. She is a human. That's awesome. I I really liked it. And I was telling John before we started, I had some reservations. But honestly, the second time through doing it like for the podcast, I think my reservations were uh, unfounded. Yeah, you no. said it was a little preachy. I, I, I it it felt different when I read it by myself. But reading it out loud, I guess there was just certain things that read differently. You know okay. I mean? Like you know, when you read something by yourself, you see it one way. But then if you read it with somebody else, you're like they you get like I got your point of view on a couple things. Like oh, you know what? I was wrong. It felt like it was a little bit too... She's a nerd. Get it? Do you get it? She's a nerd. But so like, you get, re- I just read that as relatable. Right. It, and the second time, it was like, oh, this is... They just mention it. They really don't talk about it as much as I thought. The first time through, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Let's move on. But I think I was overthinking that. Maybe that's just how I go about my day. Maybe. <laughs> that's why I had Maybe. no issue I think, with this. I think the second... Like I said, the second time through changed that for me. Yeah. It was really good. Can we both agree we hate Zoe? She's the worst. Her boyfriend... She's the worst. Vic's the worst. <laughs> Her boyfriend is just really stupid. Oh, I have no opinion on Josh. Because, like, it's whatever. He's just stupid. But Zoe's the worst and Vic's the worst. Vic is just so <laughs> dumb. Zoe's... Zoe's mean, 
Vic is stupid. Yeah. Big so they're both the worst in their own category. But I really like this. I would continue reading. I'd recommend it. But that being said, should we wrap up the podcast? Yes. And that's the podcast this week, Jeremy. I think we each have a favorite new Inhuman. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> who are some of the other Inhumans? Medusa? No. <laughs> no, I pray on style hair is stupid. Uh, Black Bolt? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. No, yeah, Smith Marvel. <laughs> yeah, and next week we have a special issue. We're starting our finale. We're starting it. It's a two-part finale, so get ready, folks, because it's coming. We are reading Convergence, which we've talked about is not a great event. The book is not bad. It's well written. The story's good. It all makes sense. It was just marketed very poorly and executed poorly, in my opinion. But the book is good, and it is written. Primarily by Jeff King. He spearheaded the whole thing. But, like, it's collaborated on by everybody. Everybody. Jim Lee, Dan DiDio, Paul Diaz. Like, everybody was involved in this. So many authors, so many inkers, so many artists. Like, so many people. We can have the full list next week, but, like... My it's, God. It's more than, it's more than the uh, Death of Superman. I've read one part of it. I like that one part I read. Yeah. No. It's It's good. It's good. I, I think it's good. I think we'll enjoy it more than we originally thought. It'll be both of our first time reading it full the whole way through. Neat. 100%. So, it's exciting. So, now you mentioned before the podcast you had something you wanted me to check out. What do you... Oh, my God. John. I've been working on a little project. John, this is... time. This is it's half an inch thick. Yeah. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Uh-huh. What is this? It's my Captain America fan fiction. You wrote this? I wrote it. All right, let me just... Let me... Hold on. Oh. Oh. Oh, Miss Carter! I can't... John, you wrote this? Yeah. Yeah, keep going. Oh my god! Keep going. Bucky comes out in chapter three. This is not up to the comic code, John! It sure isn't. That's the podcast this week. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can also follow Jeremy at, at LizardKing27 and John at, at MaesterLaka, M A E S T E R L A K A. Also, find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. And remember, guys, we're not experts, we're fans. <laughs>